you cruising through life not always knowing what direction you were headed? Let Live On Purpose with Dr. Paul Jenkins be your guide. Live On Purpose will give you insights into your life and show you how you can become the driver and captain of it. No more aimless wandering. By learning the principles that govern happiness and wealth, you will be able to make personal progress that you have only dreamed possible. And now, here's your host, the shrink who expands your life, Dr. Paul. Everybody, welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life, bringing you another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. We are so excited to be here again with you today. I have the privilege and opportunity to introduce you to someone today who I've been acquainted with for probably about a year or so. I've heard this man speak, I've heard this man give trainings, I've heard this man inspire hundreds of people. To live on purpose. And every time I hear him speak, I've thought, you know, this is somebody who needs to show up at Live On Purpose Radio. So I am thrilled to introduce you to Mr. Demetrius Ceruno. Say hello, Demetrius. Uh, hello, Dr. Paul. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here today with you. I'm thrilled that you're here. Now, Demetrius is a, I guess I would describe him as a young, successful, good looking. <laughs> You wanted me to work that part in, huh? <laughs> Entrepreneur. And he, is, he has been very successful at building, uh, building businesses and leading teams. Um, Demetrius and I are associated with a company called Kayani. You've heard it in, uh, advertised here at Live On Purpose Radio, and I've talked about it before. As I have become excited about what network marketing can do to fix our economy. I guess that's the brief version. And Kayani is the best company I've found out there. And Demetrius, you've been as- affiliated with that company for some time as well. Is that right? Uh, that's right. Since uh, August of 07, I've been involved with Kayani. Okay, so you've got a little bit of track record with that. Would you take just a few minutes, Demetrius, and introduce yourself a little bit more? I've given just a brief overview, but tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're coming from, and uh, introduce your story to us, will you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, thanks again for having me here today. It, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited uh, to be able to share a little bit of perspective on uh, you know, what I've seen as far as you know, success principles in my life. Um, I guess starting out... Uh, I am 31 years old, uh, grew up in, in Orlando, Florida, uh, moved around quite a bit. Um, you know, I grew up from very humble beginnings. I remember I'm the youngest of, of eight children, and my first recollections of life were, um, you know, growing up in, in a one-room house um, down in central Florida. So when I say very humble beginnings, I mean, it was almost like a National Geographic-esque Oh, uh, where you know yeah. we had bathrooms that were outside, uh, we took a shower with a hose, uh, and eventually uh, started to to improve and, and get better. But um, I, I was very, um, I guess, broke minded uh, growing up. You know, I was taught that you know you have to have multiple streams of income. Uh, my dad, you know, worked two or three jobs, mm. uh, and just we 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 struggled mightily growing up. Uh, as a as a child, so 
uh, for me to be here talking about success, you know, is very humbling. You know, I've, I've had a, a bumpy road, if you will, to, to the road of living a successful life. Um, you know, I was taught the traditional route, you know, go to, go to school, uh, get a good job, you know, after you go to school uh, and work mm-hmm. for somebody else in hopes to retire after 40 years. And that's the path that I, that I chose. Uh, I was actually 24 years old, um, you know, in my, in my senior year of college when mm-hmm. I decided to, to kind of take, take control of my life. And so I met with uh, the, the, the richest man in Utah at the time, James Lavoie Sorensen. He sat me down at, at UVSC at the time, and he told me uh, I, was, I was blown away at, you know, the, the wealth that he had accumulated. You know, it was worth about 4 or $5 billion at the time. And I was like, how did you do that? You know, here I am going to going to college to get my, you know, 40, 50 grand a year. And he sat me down and said, well, look, um, I'm going to be very, very brief with you and very real and just be very candid. And so uh, as far as education, he said, I, I believe wholeheartedly in education, but there's different types of education that, that you need to seek out. You're getting a degree in college to get a, basically a price tag on your head, a certain amount that you're mm-hmm. going to make every single year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, you're absolutely right. He's like, if you want to get to where I am, you know, you have to be willing to, to think outside the box, do things a little bit differently. And so uh, I took that route, decided to, you know, go into business for myself uh, and, you know, started multiple companies. I had a, had a small part to play in a company called Longboards Ice Cream uh, that you mm. can get them out of Costa Vida and they're, they're expanding their company. I, I took that on for a couple of years, starting to do some outside sales for them um, mm-hmm. and then started my real estate company. And, you know, we had a multi-million dollar real estate company that, that we were running. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the economy, we, we didn't foresee a lot of things happen and lost a lot of money in investments. That company went under. Uh, and then I was open enough to, to take a look at that, the company Kayani that you talked about. That's when I discovered network marketing and how powerful of a, of a financial vehicle that that can become. So, uh, you know, I've been through a lot of failures in business. Uh, but I think, you know, that's an that's a important part of success. Uh, if you want to, if you want to double your success rate, uh, you know, double your failure rate, uh, because the more failures that you go through, uh, unfortunately, you know, we we learn more by losing than we do by winning, uh, and I think it's important for us to to be able to give ourselves the opportunity to fail, uh, in order for us to give ourselves the opportunity to to win more as well. So that's mm. that's where I'm at today, um, you know, just having a having a great time helping other people reach their financial goals. And uh, as far as success goes, something that I've learned is, you know, you. Like Zig Ziglar said it best, you know, you can have everything in this life that you want if you help enough people get what they want. What they want, uh, and I sure. truly discovered that 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 is a one of the principles of success that, um, you know, I found to be very true, uh, in you know, being able to to have everything you want in life. So that's a little bit of background on myself. So, Demetrius, you've pushed a couple of my buttons here, as uh, you've made that introduction, and one of the ones you just barely talked about failure, and. Uh, I had a chat with, uh, with a mutual friend of ours not too long ago, Mr. Michael Towns, and we talked quite a bit about failure and what it means. And here you're saying the same thing, that this is an essential part of success. You didn't say it in those words, but would you agree with that? I, I absolutely would agree with that. Um, you know, if you think about what success is, is a relative word, uh, but That's if right. you think about, you know, most people's definition of success is being able to own their life. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, finances play a big part of that sure. uh, for, for a lot of people. So what I've noticed in, in my own personal development uh, is 
my businesses are, have always been the most successful when, when I'm developing myself uh, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm you know, working, working harder on myself than I do at my job. One of my mentors, Jim Rohn, taught me that, uh, that if you truly want to be successful and experience uh, success in life, then you need to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Uh, and what I've noticed is, <clears throat> you know, I wasn't a big enough person to take on the successes that I've achieved. You know, by the time I was 27, I was a self-made millionaire. We had a, we had a multi-million dollar business. And, you know, I just, I was not big enough of a person to take that on. And, you know, you, the universal principle is, you know, you can only take on as much as, as you become and you grow as a person. So mm-hmm. my business failed and, and, you know, I went bankrupt. Uh, and so sometimes, in fact, a lot of times in life, in order to take five steps forward, you have to take two steps back uh, to get that mm-hmm. different perspective. And, and, you know, that's a big part of success is going through those failures. Uh, a great book that I would recommend uh, to anybody out there is, is Failing Forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a, that's a right. phenomenal book and helps people understand that, you know, I'm five feet, seven inches tall. And I ask people, you know, how, what have you done in life? Where, you, where do you want to go? And a lot of people are hesitant in, in trying on uh, new ventures. Uh, because they're tired of failing. And I ask them, well, right. you're, how tall? You're five feet, nine inches tall. Well, uh, every failure that you've had simply puts you five foot, nine inches closer to where you want to go. Uh, so that's definitely a big part of, of, of success is being able to, to go through those failures and, and learn from that as the most important thing is to learn from you know, the failures that you've had. And not fear them. It's going to happen. It's going to be part of your package. I don't know anyone out there who doesn't fail, except those who don't try. And those, you know, if they make no attempt at anything, then of course they're not going to fail at it, but then they're failing at life. So as you see these possibilities that lie ahead of you, and Demetrius, you've, you've done a good job of introducing this particular topic because all of the opportunities that you have are going to require some level of risk. And you can be paralyzed by the fear of failing, or you could take a look at that as just an essential part of a learning process or a growth process or a forward process that gets you closer to whatever it is that you define as success. So that's a good starting point, I think, for us. And you've experienced some of that. So it didn't kill you. <laughs> It didn't wipe you out. It didn't take you out of the game. But you've been able to build on some of those experiences to come back with more power, with strength, and with, with a purpose that leads you forward. I think we have some places to go with that. Hang with us. We'll be right back. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. Morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life 
forever. It's certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hidden messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great. These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. Thank you for joining me for the Live on Purpose radio podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit my website, drpaul.org, to get connected with other tools for you and your family. There you will find links to my weekly e-zine, Empower, Harnessing the Power of the Mind, and to the free Parental Power teleconference that I host every week with my wife, Vicki. You can also check out upcoming events or pick up powerful information products. Feel free to contact me directly with questions, comments, or to book me for your company or private event. Email me through drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com. So, Demetrius, there's another thing I wanted to follow up with you about, and then I, we'll launch into something else right after that. But this um, this thing that you said about self-development, I'm, I'm a really big advocate of this. Of course, being a clinical psychologist, I spend my days working with individuals, families, couples on just this topic. What can they do to improve themselves, their condition, their thinking, their their emotional life, their relations. And, and that's really at the heart of everything you do. So you think about your business, for example. What is your primary asset in your business, in any business you have? Uh, you know, that, that's a topic that I think is, is so undervalued uh, and so under-discussed uh, as, as, you know, we enter into society People need to understand, and I think that it takes a certain maturity level uh, to be able to Mm -hmm. really get this concept and understand this concept. Uh, One of my mentors, Mr. Jim Rohn, taught me uh, that it's not the set of the sail uh, that, or I guess it's not um, the blowing of the wind uh, that determines our Mm -hmm. life's outcomes. And I think a lot of people struggle with this. A lot of people take a victim mentality. Uh, We are where we are today by choice. We are where we are today because... Uh, this is where we choose to be uh, because this is what we've attracted into our lives. So one of the principles that's literally changed my life uh, and has helped other people change their lives is the, is the philosophy of the setting of the sail. So it's not the, it's not the wind that determines our life outcome. Uh, it's the set of our sails that determines life outcomes because the, the same wind blows on all of us. The same wind uh, blows on each and every person, the wind of opportunity, the wind of change, uh, but it, it's, it's funny to me how some people growing up in the same family uh, will have two completely different outcomes in life. One will have an extremely successful outcome. One will be struggling for their whole life. Uh, and it's interesting to see the, the blame that they put or the responsibility that they put on that. 
Uh, so it's not it's not the you know what happens to us that determines our life outcomes. It's it's how we react to what happens to us and and how we react to what happens to us. A lot of that depends on our personal development. Personal development is huge. If I would say there's one principle that really will determine your life's outcome, it is is how hard you're working on yourself. Uh, how, how do we do that? How is personal development going to affect my life? Well, um, it blows my mind that people will spend so much time in front of the television uh, looking for life's answers, so much time at the <laughs> bar looking for life, life's answers, mm-hmm. but they couldn't be bothered with picking up a book. Uh, I would say the most influential aspect that's, that's been in my part, involved in my life to determine where I am and where I'm going to go has been the 30 minutes a day that I've dedicated to my own personal development. That is the biggest asset that we have is, is ourselves. Uh, and how do we do that? Well, it begins with picking up a book uh, and reading it uh, for 30 minutes a day. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but every house that's worth over 400000 500000 has a library in it. That's right. Uh, and, and, you know, is there a coincidence there? There's definitely not a library uh, is how we can unlock life's wisdom or life's wealth. I mean, mm-hmm. there's people that have written books on how to become a, a multimillionaire. And, you know, most people couldn't be bothered with that. I mean, I, I look at, um, you know, Think and Grow Rich, mm-hmm. uh, such a powerful book. This book has, has probably been the most influential in my life. Think and Grow Rich. I mean, you, you, you hear the title. I heard that title and I was like, holy cow, that, that's fascinating. Think and Grow Rich. But how many, what are the majority of the population out there, the percentage that has actually taken the time to read that book? Yeah. Uh, we are where we are today because of what we know, what we've put into our mind. And the only way that we're ever going to get out of the situation that we're in is we have, there's something we don't know yet. We have to put in our minds a different perspective. Perspective is reality. How do we change our perspective? How do we change our reality? Uh, we change our reality by changing our perspective. We change our perspective uh, by getting ideas from other people that have, that have had that success, that have had the things that we want. So you said this is probably one of the most underemphasized points, but it is absolutely a starting point. If you want to achieve success in this world, whether that's in business, relationships, however you're going to define success, it starts with the self. It starts with the mindset, with the perspective. And so at a very practical level, you're saying, okay, set aside 30 minutes a day. What if you could start with just a half hour a day to improve your mindset or to increase your fund of knowledge in ways that could just be powerful in your life? And you've practiced this, Demetrius. Absolutely. Uh, and listening, you know, I have, I have so many mentors, so many people that, I, that I've uh, hold, hold responsible, I guess, for, you know, my personal development. People like Zig Ziglar, mm-hmm. uh, Dale Carnegie, uh, John C. Maxwell, Napoleon Hill, Jim Rohn. Uh, mm-hmm. One of Zig Ziglar's points is, and what he talks about, is making your car uh, a mobile classroom. Uh, and a lot, of, a lot of people mm-hmm. make an excuse, so I don't have time to spend 30 minutes a day. You know, you don't have time to spend 30 minutes a day to, you, you couldn't be bothered spending 30 minutes a day from learning from from people that have made billions of dollars, from people that, I mean, there's books that have been written out there by people that teach you how to become a better student of the game, that teach you how to become a, a, a better entrepreneur, teach you how to, you know, work the, the powers of the mind, teach you how to build relationships better, uh, you know, teach mm-hmm. you how to be a, a better father, a better son, a, a better person in life, teach you how to control your time better. But most people couldn't be bothered with that. And it's, it's, it's crazy to me how 
there's so much wealth out there. I mean, we live in the land of opportunity, uh, and there's so much success that's available for each and every one of us. But yet, you know, a lot of people couldn't be bothered with that. So take 30 minutes a day, focus on building yourself. Because what I've seen, as you build yourself and as you grow yourself, uh, the world of opportunity opens up to you. There's a universal principle as far as um, value goes. You know, dollars mm-hmm. will always follow value. How do you make right. more money in this world? Well, you become more valuable uh, to the marketplace. Uh, and a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people think, you know, I'll be more valuable uh, as, as a value. I'll be m- the most valuable uh, brother that I can be or the most valuable uh, person that I can be to, the, to, to my family. But how do you want to change your life economically as you become more valuable to the marketplace? Uh, and that is called, mm-hmm. that is called reality. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people get get confused. You know, they they say, "Well, I make eight dollars for an hour." Uh, you know, they think that mm-hmm. they make time uh, money for the time, but that's not how it works. You know, people don't pay you eight dollars an hour for your time. If that were the case, you can sit at home and collect your paycheck for your time. Because you're, you're going to spend it either way. Oh, exactly. Uh, but you're paid based on the value that you bring into that hour. And how do we increase? Uh, the value we we increase ourselves. Work, learn to work harder on yourself than you do at your job. And I think after you you build yourself as a person, you expand your mind, uh, you you develop yourself. Everything is going to fall into place behind that. So what you're talking about here is becoming a good student, so that you are open to all of the wealth of of information and knowledge that's already been accumulated by other people. Be humble enough to, to accept that you don't know everything. You know, and this is where people get stuck, too. Have you noticed this? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Or it's just, you know, we have this special case syndrome, and we think that because we're thinking it, it's right. And if you can be open to the fact that maybe you don't know everything, and humble enough to accept wise counsel from those who have reasons to know. And there are wise mentors all around if you go to the best books, if you go to the, the wise teachers and mentors and coaches that can fill your team, and then in doing that, you create a more valuable asset of yourself. And that is the number one asset that you have in your business, in your relationships, and anywhere, is you. You take you out of the equation, and what do you have? Well, you don't even have, because you're not there. Mm. <laughs> right? So this is... This is huge, and I think I'm, I'm glad we've been emphasizing that particular point to build yourself. You know, another comment about the time aspect. You know, as people say, I can't be bothered with that. I don't have the time for it. And and out of the other side of their mouth, they might say, "But please show me how to be successful. Tell me the secrets of getting rich. How do I do this?" And and they're not taking the time to build themselves. So you're going to spend 100% of your time. Is that true? Absolutely. I mean, we all have 24 hours in our day, and a lot of people think that, you know, they talk about time management. Well, you cannot manage time. Time is going to go by just as quick no matter what you're doing, but you can manage how you spend your time. That's right. You can't save it either, have you noticed? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It just goes. And you're going to spend it one way or another. We've got a little, I remember at one of the trainings that you and I both attended, someone said there's no CV in the TV. <laughs> and CV is just, uh, that's part of the network marketing term for commissionable volume, which just means how much value are you creating for other people? 
And if you're just sitting there consuming and you're not creating value, that's going to be reflected on your economic balance sheet for sure. Well, we got more coming. Stick with us. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Have you ever ordered a t-shirt with a funny saying that was screen printed on the front? This simple process is now turning millions for one California woman who has the fashion world going gaga. In her own words, Leanne Ford describes the moment the idea came to her. I was on a walk, she says, and I had this idea. There were all these cool parents out there, but there weren't a lot of cool baby clothes. She started thinking about how old vintage t-shirts with funny sayings on them were always a hit with adults, but babies are stuck with the same old blue and pink outfits with bunnies and duckies on them. So Leanne ventured forth with her idea and started making a clothing line for babies called Punkster. Picture some of these punk baby sayings on a little one that you know. I crawl the line, or I pooed as opposed to I pod. Or how about remember the little people, or she's with me. These funny little shirts are not just a new flare of attitude, they have taken the world by storm. Within months, celebrities such as Keith Urban, Emmylou Harris, Sarah Evans, Nicole Kidman, and Sheryl Crow have all made their purchases. The simple funny baby tees are now in over 200 retail stores including Barney's New York and FAO Schwartz. People's Magazine, Parent Magazine, and many others have caught on the buzz and helped promote punksters into a huge idea for little people. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. I've got a great idea. Wouldn't you like to know? You probably can't bear it, so I guess I'll have to share it. I thought of it a moment Management is efficiency in climbing the ladder of success. Leadership determines whether the ladder is leaning against the right wall. Stephen R. Covey. So as we're talking about being a good student, being humble enough to accept wise counsel from people who have reasons to know and the humility that that entails you know you have to you have to be humble enough to realize you don't have all the answers so that you'll open yourself up to those who do and to the sources of of some of the solutions that you're looking for in your life and along those same lines Demetrius you said something to me earlier uh, I don't think we were on the mics at the time when you're talking about how being aware of your strengths and your weaknesses is another key element in developing a success kind of a attitude or a or a successful approach to life. 
Talk about that just a little, a little bit. What did you mean by that? Um, well, that's, that's another part of, you know, taking responsibility for where we are at uh, and understanding that, um, you know, in order for us to, to get to anywhere else that we want to go, uh, we have to, we have to change what we're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. And a big part of that mm-hmm. is, is it is being able to define your strengths and define your weaknesses. And uh, that's what I was talking about. It takes a certain maturity level to be able to do that, uh, to be humble enough to understand that, you know, you don't know everything. Uh, I don't care who you are. I mean, even look at Donald Trump uh, and who he surrounds himself with. Uh, you know, he, he's, went, mm-hmm. he's been through a lot of failures, and that's allowed him to grow uh, and to learn from that. But at the same time, he, he surrounds himself with, you know, a certain type of mastermind group. He understands what his strengths are, and he understands what his weaknesses are. Uh, and most people that have had success, I mean, we're talking big-time success, uh, they always know where their strengths are and where their weaknesses lie and right. uh, what they've done to, to kind of counteract the weaknesses that they have is they've surrounded themselves with good people that they know can fill in the gaps wherever they're lacking, uh, wherever their weaknesses are. They surround themselves with people that their strengths lie uh, where, their weakness, where their weaknesses would lie. Uh, and so to be able to fill in those gaps, they've surrounded themselves with this mastermind group. Uh, this goes along with having a mentor. Having a mentor is so important, having different types of mentors as well, uh, because you can bounce ideas off of your mentor. You can bounce different things off uh, to get that different perspective. Uh, and perspective is, is huge. Uh, and when, you, when you're able to fill in those gaps and get the different perspective from uh, other people, it then allows you to, to take a step back and say, hey, uh, you know, this is where my weakness lies. You've, you've been able to provide me with a different perspective there uh, and then be able to take action. Uh, and, and taking action is such a critical part as well. Uh, when, you, when you realize um, you know, that, that there's a need that needs to be filled, uh, the first part is recognizing the need. The second part is addressing it, uh, addressing it with other people that, that can fill in your weakness and, and give a different perspective. The, the third most critical part is taking action. Um, you know, a, a great man once said that action without vision uh, is a dream, um, vision without action uh, is a nightmare. Or no, no, no. Vision without action is a dream. Action without vision is a nightmare. Mm. Uh, so you know, a lot of people they they take action not knowing that uh, really what they're doing or, or you know taking taking not taking the time to really analyze the situation, uh, and that's when it becomes dangerous. So it is extremely important for us to surround ourselves with with good people uh, to to be able to give us that different perspective and fill in our weaknesses. Uh, mm-hmm. To be able to take, I guess, the, the most effective action. You know what? I heard, uh, I heard a good description of this by Mr. Brett Harward, who, who wrote the book, um, The Five Laws That Determine All of Life's Outcomes. And I had Brett on the show here with me, and he was talking with me. I can't remember if it was on our podcast episode or just in casual conversation, as he was talking about the IQ factor. Now, IQ means something in the world of psychology, and I'm not talking about that kind of IQ, but if you'll just think about it in terms of how much you know, and what if we could put a number on that? So, Demetrius, you know a lot of stuff, so we give you a big number like 150, okay? And so, if I come along, and I don't know as much as you do, so maybe I only have 100, and you've got 150, well, you would be at risk 
to just discount me because obviously you know more than I do, right? But think about this for a minute. What if 30 of my 100 is stuff you don't know? Okay, sure, you know more than I do, but I know some things that you don't know. And even if you're smarter than me, even if you know more than me, I have something to contribute. And when you start opening your mind that way and realize everyone you meet has something to offer, has something to increase your fund of knowledge, your experience, your ability to understand this world that we live in. And then as you network with those people and you're humble enough to receive, even from those you think don't know as much as you, wow, can you imagine the wealth that that would bring? So now instead of 150... Sure, you know 70 of my 100, but there's 30 that you don't. So now you're up to 180 if you team up with me. Isn't that kind of cool? Yeah, Dr. Paul, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, you, you hit it right on the head. I mean, there's so much that we can learn from so many other people. Uh, and the biggest downfall that I think people make is thinking that they know it all uh, and mm. not being able to take in other people's perspective. Um, but yeah, I mean, I learned so much from my kids. Uh, every, every single oh, day, yeah. you know, I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old and a two-year-old mm. uh, and they teach me so much. Uh, and what I've realized is the more that I know, um, actually is the less that I know, uh, mm-hmm. because there's so much more to learn and there's not one person, there, there's no way that you can accumulate all of the knowledge and know everything that there is to know in this short life that we have here on earth. Um, and, and there's so much more that, that we can learn from other people. And that's part of, you know, the most important principle of success, in my opinion, is being a good student, uh, you know, mm-hmm. being able to continue to learn. And I think a lot of people in life make, even people that, that go to college and have you know, re- really good jobs, uh, I'm a big mm-hmm. believer that formal education gets you a job, but self-education uh, gets you rich, gets you a fortune. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that we need to continue our education. I'm a big advocate for education. Um, you know, I'm finishing my, my degree right now. I'm in, you know, I have That's another right. semester and a half left, so I'm a big believer in education, but uh, I don't think, I think it's a big mistake for people to stop at that and not continue their education in life, because there's so many areas where we can learn so much more from, from so many other people. School and education are not the same thing. Absolutely not. And some people just equate those two, and they think, well, to get an education, I have to go to school. Yeah. School is one source of education, but it's not even that unless you make it that. Unless you engage at a level that opens your mind and you start to receive knowledge and you're able to apply it, that's what education is all about. And you can get that in conversations, you can get that in books, you can get that in school, you can certainly get that in relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I love what you're saying here. Education is a real key because your current fund of knowledge will continue to produce the kinds of results that you're used to. And if you're good with that, then fine. And if there's anything that you want that's more or better or greater in your life, then that means you need some education to get there. You need something you don't currently have. And that might come in the form of a relationship or knowledge or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, and part of, uh, part of surrounding yourself with a mastermind group, uh, in, in my opinion, is being able to build a, a better library. Um, you know, cause you get different mm-hmm. perspectives as, as the bigger library you have, the bigger wealth of knowledge that you're able to accumulate. Uh, and that's part of, of what I do is, you know, I understand my weaknesses, but I also understand that our weaknesses can also become our strengths if we work on them. 
and so being able to surround yourself with a really good library, which I think is a, is a priority. Uh, and we see mm-hmm. that the people that are the most successful have the biggest libraries. Uh, you know, all leaders are readers. Uh, if you want to change what your outcomes life is going to be, pick up some really good books uh, and get different perspective from from other people that have been able to achieve the success that you want to achieve. So mm-hmm. that's part of, you know, surrounding yourself with with good, a good leadership team uh, is being able to surround yourself with a with a phenomenal library. Here again, you know, when we were on the IQ example and how even those who are perceived to to know less than you can contribute, I think we sometimes make a mistake sometimes in going out and associating only with those who we feel superior to. And this is a huge risk. The ones that will lift you the most are the ones that are going to challenge you, the ones where you you might feel or perceive that they're just a little bit above you, okay? And this is deception anyway, because we're all on a level playing field when it comes right down to it. Mm -hmm. We're human beings. We have strengths. We have weaknesses. But don't avoid those who you think are, quote, out of your league. Well, what league do you want to play in? I had a a friend share with me once, you know what? You're going to be just about the same place as the five people you associate with the most. And so take a look at that. How are you limiting yourself by just just writing people off, whether you think that you're better than them or worse than them? That's a deception. We're all in this together. Start networking. We got one more section. We'll be right back. You know, in today's world, people have become much more conscious of their health and wellness. Finding new and effective ways to combat the effects of disease, aging, and poor nutrition is more important than it ever has been as we look to improve our own life and the lives of those we love. Hi, I'm Micah Kagi, and a few short years ago, I discovered a company called Kayani. Kayani is a rapidly growing nutritional supplement company that is marketing in over 20 countries. Kayani's products combine the nutritional benefits of well-known superfoods with Nobel Prize-winning research and breakthrough science. Not only does Kayani help to improve health and wellness of families, but through the amazing business opportunity that it offers, people like me have been able to create financial freedom. Kayani has the power to change your life, regardless of where you are or what your needs may be. Whether you are new to network marketing or a seasoned veteran, you will find that Kayani has what you've been looking for a well-financed, growing company with proven management to generate immediate income and the potential to allow normal people like you and I to succeed if we are willing to put forth the time and effort. Kayani is a proud sponsor of Live On Purpose Radio. To learn more or to join our exciting team, please visit the website, drpaul.kayani.net. That's D-R-P-A-U-L dot K-Y-A-N-I dot net. Okay, Demetrius, there's, there's something that I think is is kind of a foregone conclusion or, or maybe an assumption we make or we take it for granted even sometimes, and that is your belief. 
What is it that you believe about yourself, about the world, about what you can accomplish? And I know that you see this as one of those key elements of success. What, what do you want to share with our listeners about that? Um, well, Dr. Paul, I mean, belief is, is really everything. Uh, it kind of goes back to, to faith. Um, but there's a, there's a story that I'd like to read, and I actually brought this. I wanted to get it oh, cool. word for word. Okay. Uh, so so I didn't I didn't want to miss any any parts um but just really how how critical belief actually is. Uh and the, the biggest difference between people that are s- extremely successful uh and others who are not successful uh is you know the people that aren't successful in life. They they typically say uh I'll believe it when I see it. But the people that are the mm. most successful uh they say they they actually see it when they believe it. Um mm-hmm. seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing. Uh, and so that's, that's one thing that I really want to focus on. I'm, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. I think that we all are where we are today because that's what we've attracted into our lives. Uh, and in order for us mm-hmm. to, to get anything else different, belief is so critical because whether we think we can or whether we think we can't, we're absolutely right. I, I talk to people all the time and they say, well, Demetrius, you know, I, I know that I can't uh, do this or I know I can't be as successful as, as you. I just I know I can't. Uh, and then I'll look them in the eye and I'll say, you're absolutely right, you can't, because you don't believe you can. that's their belief, uh, right? And that's their belief. Uh, and so belief is so critical because whether we, when we believe that we can attain something, our actions are going to allow us to be able to get that much closer to actually achieving it. But if we don't believe it, no matter what we do, no matter how hard we work at something, uh, there's always going to be a, a lack in our actions. And so a quote from, from Gandhi is, the man I want to become, uh, if I believe myself to be, I will become. Uh, so as far as belief goes, I want to share a story about a gentleman that literally changed the, the, the way that people have um, kind of competed uh, in, in running the mile. I mean, it used to be uh-huh. uh, that, uh, you know, people, the, the four-minute mile was, such, was so far out there. People right. didn't believe that they could achieve that. That's right. Uh, but I want to read a story uh, that talks about a gentleman named Roger Bannister. So back in 1952... Uh, Roger Bannister, he was an athlete in England that decided that he would set a new world record for running a mile in under four minutes, uh, which you know no athlete prior to Bannister had ever run a mile in under four minutes. And, and people thought that it, it just could not be done. People thought that that's mm-hmm. so impossible. People would try it and they would run no matter how hard they run, they never achieved it. Well, Roger Bannister said that, well, you know, I, I believe that I can make this happen. Uh, and people laughed at him and people thought that there's no way that he could do that. It was a big goal for him. Uh, and it was seen by many to be in the realms of absolutely impossible. Well, what happened was Roger Bannister hit his goal in the spring of 1954. Uh, he completed a mile in three minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, but Roger actually has set more than just a world record. What he did was, was he raised the realm of possibility for thousands of other runners, uh, many of whom once thought that running a mile in under four minutes was, was just impossible. It's something that they would never see in their lifetimes and, and would never be done. Well, just 46 days after Bannister hit his goal, another runner by the name of John Landy out of Australia ran a mile in three minutes and 58 seconds. Well, isn't that interesting? Uh, that the very next month. The, just the very next month, this had happened that another person had done it. That's and right. within one year... As many as 30 other people had completed the, the same uh, task of running a mile in under four minutes. So what happened was Roger Bannister showed the world that it was possible. He raised the belief systems of thousands of others who were inspired by him. 
Uh, and, and that at best describes the law of attraction. So what happens is I'm a big believer that if one man can, so can another. And I look at other people and I look at people, uh, you know, I met a gentleman the other day that within, within 48 months, he went from being uh, basically in poverty, ba- living off of government funding to making over $4 million a year because he believed it uh, when, he, when he got started. Mm-hmm. He knew for a fact that, that this can happen because what happens is when other people see other people achieving it, their belief level goes up. When your belief level goes up, nothing becomes in the realm of impossible. Uh, and so, you know, I would like to invite each and every person that's listening to this broadcast to, to start dreaming again. Whatever you can dream, you can achieve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if you're not where you want to be in life, think about where you want to go. And then first of all, believe that you can achieve it. And, and when I realized that, when I believed uh, that, you know, there's nothing that is impossible, that we can achieve anything that we want to, when I bought into the hype uh, of, you know, being able to, to, to dream again and being able to fulfill that dream, my life changed. But it all starts with that simple principle of belief. Uh, you can't just believe something and not take action. Taking action is, is, is so critical. You're never going to get to where you want to go. You're never going to get to second base if you always have one foot on first base. And I think that's a, that's a big problem is people don't want to fail. People don't believe that they can truly achieve it. But belief is such a critical thing. You know, you, you saw what happened there with what Roger Bannister did within a year. You know, how many other people did that and ran that mile under, under four minutes? Um, you know, my, my success was based on my belief level of me being able to achieve that. Uh, I'm, I'm back that's on right. track uh, to be able to get to where I want to go of completely owning my life. And if people realized how simple it truly is, there would be more people out there willing to let themselves fail and uh, taking that action. You, cannot, you, you can't have any level of any success in anything uh, if you don't take action. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sometimes you're going to fail, but you have to understand that it, it's okay to fail. As long as you're giving yourself the opportunity to fail, you're going to be okay uh, if you keep on getting back up and, and continuing to, to move forward closer to where you want to go. So, you know, belief is absolutely everything. If you believe that you can achieve it, you absolutely will. And, and everybody that's mm-hmm. had success, you have to understand success is not an accident. Success, success just doesn't fall upon people. Success is 100% intentional. They attended to get to where they wanted to go. And that's why they're there. If you want to be uh, where successful people are, if you want the life that successful people have, you have to be willing to do the things that the successful people have done. So action uh, is, is a priority in getting to where you want to go. Absolutely. That comes down to a very basic principle of work. And this is a law of physics, Demetrius. This, nothing just pops into existence. It has to be brought into existence or transformed from whatever state it is to what it's going to be. We'd, uh, Brennan over here is running the podcast today, and he and I had some fun last night at a, a Pinewood Derby event. If you've ever done one of those, these are little <laughs> wooden cars that you create, you mm-hmm. know, and the scouts do them and stuff. But we had a bunch of older uh, scouts that got together to do this Pinewood Derby. And it comes in a box, and it's just a block of wood. And it takes a lot of work and action to transform that into what it looks like when it's there on the show table or when it's running down the track. And I was proud of Brennan for winning like five prizes last night with these creative things that he built, but it took a lot of work. 
It took hours, and it took effort, and it took action. You can't just wish it into being. And that is also part of the, you mentioned the law of attraction. You have to have that clear view of what it is and the belief that you can accomplish it. And thank you for sharing Roger Bannister's story. I love that story. Do you know what the current world record for the mile is? I don't. It's 3.43. Oh, wow. That's 17 seconds faster than Roger Bannister ran it. 16 seconds faster. That's amazing. But it only happened because he opened this door of belief to people who had a barrier that wasn't even a real barrier. The four-minute barrier? What, you're out there running and at four minutes something hits you? (laughs) There's no barrier. It's all mental, and the belief allows you to move beyond what you formerly thought was possible. And as you see other people doing it, this is what I love about the world of network marketing, for example, because you see people, ordinary, everyday people, who are able to take an opportunity and through their belief, claim their life and take control over their finances, their time, the other things that are going on. And that's just one example. People are doing this all around you. Look around you, open your eyes, see that people are succeeding and that you have what it takes if you'll follow these principles. And Demetrius, you've mentioned a few. Uh, Develop yourself. Be a good student. Open up the library and expand your personal library. Know what your strengths are and your weaknesses and surround yourself with those who can can complement you and take you to a higher level and then take some action. Take action and start moving forward. What else do you want to leave our listeners with as we close up? Um, well, you know, we, we, we've talked about some good principles um, as far as success goes. And, and I, I'm a big believer that uh, the most important principle of success comes down to uh, living a good life, being a good mm-hmm. person. Uh, it doesn't matter how much success that you attain in life if you've compromised your core values. Uh, and if you aren't, if you didn't, if you didn't become a success in the home, uh, and I think that's the most important thing that we can focus on is, is being a being a good person, uh, being being a person of value, being a person of integrity, uh, being the type of person that people know that they can count on you and that you're going to say you're going to do what you say that you're going to do, um, you know, and, and then just of course your your personal development and everything else. So with that, um, yeah, that's 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 the most important thing is being a, being a good person that people can count on. That was well said. Thanks for being here, Demetrius. Everybody go out there and live on purpose.